When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. The first double standard is about sex. Traditionally, a woman who sleeps around is a slut. But a man who sleeps around is a stud. Let's take it to the panel. Curtis, what's your take on this? I have to strongly agree with this double standard, Steve. It is ridiculous. They were, we are still debating this. It is 2015, and we are sexual creatures. And unfortunately, I'm sorry, but women like sex, okay? <laughs> now, I have had sex with, drum roll, 20 people, and, <laughs> and, I, and I own that. I own that. That is my experience. If there's a woman out there that's been with 20, 30 guys, you're not coming home to meet my mom. Well, why don't we just roll out the red carpet for 24-year-old Catherine and congratulate her for her accomplishments? 20 people. She really seems to take a lot of pride in that number. I wonder what kind of hardship she had to go through to get that many men to have sex with her. Fortunately, she has given us some insight on her technique so we can all learn from the master. I asked for what I wanted. I was like, want to make out? And we made out. She can't see why there's a double standard here. A guy who looked like her at 24 working a retail job would never be able to get 20 women to sleep with him by bluntly asking them to make out. All women have to do is ask, yet they should feel empowered by doing something that takes literally no skill. Modern feminists are just empowering laziness. It takes no skill for a woman to have sex with a lot of men, and every guy on this panel disapproves of Catherine's behavior, except for the token simp. Do you have children? I don't have children. Okay, no, because you're too busy having sex. That's right. <laughs> I have kids. Now, wait, that's clutch shaming. That's clutch shaming. That is not okay. That is not okay. I have sex. She was brave enough to come out here and say that number. She was brave enough to come out here and say that number. What exactly was brave about what she said? Why does it have to be brave? The only reason it would be brave to tell everyone you've had sex with 20 people is if you had something to lose by saying that. You would have to be in agreement with the original statement, which is that vagina is a depreciating asset. Every time a woman has sex with a different guy, she loses value. And that's because most men do not want a woman who has had sex with a lot of men, while on the flip side, most women see a man who has had sex with a lot of women as attractive. When you have a depreciating asset like a car, you want to take care of it and keep it nice. Nobody wants a car that's been driven by 10 different owners and looks like it's been ridden into the ground. What our simp just did was look at a person who has treated her car like crap and said, wow, you're a fantastic owner. Who are you? are you to tell me that I don't respect myself because of what I've done with my sex? Well, I, I, I never said that I don't respect you. I just, you won't meet my mother. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, know what? you know what? I don't want to meet your mom, then. <laughs> Pay attention to the things people focus on because it tells you something about their personality. Not once during the panel did Curtis ever say that she didn't respect herself. So why did Catherine bring that up? Respect was nowhere in the conversation. 
What we have here is a woman who is projecting her insecurities onto a man and then blaming him for it. Because in reality, we know that she doesn't actually respect herself, and she is self-conscious of that. Otherwise, she wouldn't have brought it up. You can tell that she doesn't respect herself just by looking at her. One of the great wonders of being morbidly obese is that everyone can tell that you don't have the discipline to control your eating habits, not to mention all the health problems that come with overeating. Clearly, she has no respect for her body. Also, the number of sexual partners that she's had shows a complete lack of control over her natural impulses. That will have a negative emotional impact that will make it very hard to be attached to a single person, like in a marriage. So if she respects herself, then why does she subjugate herself to two different addictions, like sex addiction and food addiction? But, you know, when it goes to meeting a girl, uh, have a conversation with her about sexual past and stuff like that, I don't dwell as much on that. I judge them more for who the person is. My God, this guy is definitely being cheated on. Now, there were actually a few of these Steve Harvey panels with Catherine on them, and I have one more to talk about. But first, a word from this video's sponsor, Sandman. Zuck the cuck drinks water like a duck, but he also drinks your data. So tell him and Google to shove your data up their schwing schwangs by downloading the Brave browser. It's free, blocks online advertising, and protects your privacy and data from evil tech companies. You only see ads if you want to see them, and you get cryptocurrency for your attention. Don't let Zuck use you to make a buck. Download Brave by clicking on the link down below. All right, next topic. Our next subject, uh, <laughs> this, this one right here is going to be pretty touchy. Um, it's about appearance. Traditionally, uh, women are expected to look flawless, but a man's appearance doesn't matter as much. Catherine? So I met my boyfriend when I was wearing jeans and no makeup, and we are still together and we are still in love. And when it comes to appearance, I mean, I, look, honestly, this is the nicest I've looked for like a year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's like, wow. Like, thanks, thanks, Steve. <laughs> um, what I want to put out the world is the value of my of who I am and my mind. Okay, and if you judge me by my appearance, sorry. See you later. Swipe left. How convenient! A woman who doesn't take care of her appearance at all doesn't want to be judged by her appearance. But okay, you want us to judge you by who you are as a person and by your mind. What do we know about you so far? You don't take care of your health. You sleep around with a lot of guys and you don't have the decency to put on some nice clothes for the people around you. That's the nicest you've dressed in a year? How is that a positive thing? All that says is that, again, you don't have any discipline, and you don't care to look attractive to the guy that you're dating. Those random people that I see when I'm in sweatpants don't matter. There we go. I think she said that beautifully. If you have a woman around you who never takes care of her appearance, then she is saying that you don't matter. I get where you're coming from, but if I don't want to put on a dress that day, I'm not going to put on a dress that That's day, regardless fine. of what That's he wants. Good. Women should not have to dress for the people around them. The woman should dress for herself because confidence is what's sexy. That's, if you're confident, good. you can look good in anything. You're a confident woman, so why did you proclaim that this is the best you've dressed in a year? If you look good in anything when you're confident, then why didn't you show up to the Steve Harvey show in a pair of sweatpants and a Disneyland t-shirt? Does she have any self-awareness at all? Listen to what she said. 
I shouldn't have to dress nice for anyone else but myself. Okay, so you don't care about anyone but yourself. But we should love you for your mind, right? Pure narcissism. In her statement about confidence, she also shows that she has no empathy for men because most guys don't care if a woman is confident. Catherine has no idea what men like because she can't see anything from their perspective. Given a choice between an obese chick with high self-esteem and an attractive chick with low self-esteem, at least 95% of guys will choose the chick with low self-esteem who is physically attractive. In fact, generally, when women use the word confident, they mean entitled, narcissistic, and mean, which is a huge turnoff. That certainly is what Catherine means when she says confident. Her loud and annoying demeanor is evidence enough of that. On the flip side, a lot of men see a chick who is humble or shy as a huge turn-on. Catherine is projecting female interest onto men. Women hate men who are shy with low self-esteem, and because Catherine doesn't care about the men she sleeps with, she assumes that men want the exact same thing. The fact that Catherine doesn't know that by large, men do not care about confidence shows that she has never spent any real time investigating what men actually want, which makes sense because she has displayed extremely selfish behavior on this talk show. So let's tally up our points. We started with doesn't care about her health, sleeps around, too lazy to dress nice, and now we have entitled and self-centered. This woman is a real catch. When I met my boyfriend, I'm the one who made the move. That's interesting. I'm the one who hunted him down. I know that feminist wants you to believe that this is 2020 and women can ask a guy out too, but come on. In real life, women don't ask men out, unless he is rich or famous. If she likes you, the most she will do is try to be around you or find reasons to touch you. But if they have any value, then a woman will never ask a man out. When a woman is building game, she is doing so because no one is asking. Sure, a lot of guys will say yes to a woman who asks them out, even if they would never have asked her out. However, if the guy is being asked out by the girl, you have to wonder, why has every other guy passed on her before you? Why isn't Catherine being asked out by men first? The hell is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm awesome. That's what's wrong with me. (laughs) You're awesome? Yeah. I believe that. Just a little crazy, though. That's okay. Everyone's a little bit crazy, Steve. See what I mean by narcissistic? She even projects her craziness onto others. Well, I'm the most important person in the world, and if I'm crazy, so is everyone else, because everyone else is exactly like me. Do you really want that around you? She is just another one of those empowered feminists who is a lot more psychotic than she is empowered. You can also see a complete lack of willingness in Catherine to do anything difficult, which makes sense because that's what feminism is designed to do. Feminism is not about an equal chance for women. Feminism is really about promoting a bunch of people who have never done anything as accomplished. Who has the highest status in the feminist hierarchy? The people who have the most status in feminism are the ones who say they are the most victimized, oppressed, or weak. This is telling you that being a weak, oppressed victim is a good thing. Any woman who is actually strong is an enemy of feminism. Why do they do this? because it's what the powers that be have always done. There's a poem out there called The Grand Inquisitor that talked about this 150 years ago. In this story, Jesus comes back to life during the 15th century 
and the Catholic Church has pissed at him because he taught the people how to be free. The preacher talking to Jesus during the poem goes on a huge tirade about how to enslave people by giving them free stuff. If you teach a man to fish, he is free. But if you give a man a fish, then he is a dependent. Big government tyrannies can only exist if everyone is weak and does what they are told by authority figures. If people realize that they can get all the things the government provides by themselves, then they aren't going to listen to anything the government says. In order to survive, the government needs to create an army of dependents so they can force compliance by threatening to take away their resources. That's how they stay in power, and that's why the government offers things like food stamps. That's why they offer free health care. That's why they offer welfare. It's not to help people out in need. It's to rob them of the ability to take care of themselves so that they vote for more government. Think about it for a second. What happens when you feed wild animals? They forget how to hunt, and they die without your support. The same thing happens with humans. These welfare programs are incredibly evil. The way you remove yourself in that situation is to learn how to be self-sufficient. However, the problem is that welfare mixed with feminist propaganda has been so demoralizing that most people can't fill their day with productive activities without someone telling them what to do. They have to have nature, a boss, or the government to invoke discipline on them. Why do you think that there are so many obese people in Western culture? It's because most people in the West can't control themselves and nature is not disciplining them. Look at what typically kills people in the West. Most of our major killers are caused by bad habits. People are dying because they lack discipline. Do you want to be free? Do you want to stop allowing abusers to have control over your entire life? Then prove that you deserve it. Stop asking other people to fix your problems for you. If they do the work, then they get the experience, not you. They fix the problem, and you don't learn. Instead, deal with the hardship. Deal with the frustration, and fix it yourself. Stop looking for everyone else to invoke discipline on you. Do it yourself. The reason people become owners of Fortune 500 companies or become successful in the private industry is because when they get free time, they don't sit around scrolling down on Facebook. They instead take that free time and use it to build themselves up. If you don't learn how to get stuff done when no one is telling you what to do, then you will never be successful and you will never be free. There are plenty of ways to build discipline starting right now. You can start exercising, lose weight, start reading, start learning new and useful information every single day, practice your marketable skills, prove that you are worthy of being free. With modern technology, you have every resource at your disposal, so no excuses. If you can't self-discipline, then you don't deserve to be free. But with that said, I think that will be enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find all those links in the description. Last, if you haven't checked me out on Facebook, BitChute, or Twitter, you can also find those in the description. Otherwise, see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.